1: The Healing Word Program is a ministry of the Largo Community Church where Christ is honored and people are loved. We invite you to join us in worship this Sunday at either the 9 o'clock or 11 o'clock service. For more information, visit our website at
2: largocc.org. We are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation set apart for the Lord. Christians
1: living in this world today, it can be a constant struggle balancing the horizontal focus of earthly desires with the vertical focus of heavenly existence here on earth. So it was many years ago with the Church of Ephesus. And Pastor Jack Morris is going to take us to the book of Ephesians, chapter 1, as he examines the struggles of a life here on earth existence and offers some insights into overcoming in Christ. Let's go to Pastor Jack Morris now for the introduction of today's message, In Christ in the World.
2: I'm so glad to be with you today. We have a, a great lesson we're going to begin uh, from the book of Ephesians. And for the next several weeks, I'm going to be teaching a series of messages from the book of Ephesians. Ephesians, some theologians say, is the queen of the epistles. The scripture says in Ephesians chapter one, verse two, grace and peace to you from God, our father and the Lord Jesus Christ. You see, the Ephesians, as we are today, were in the world. They were in Ephesus. Ephesus now is part of Turkey, but they were also being acted upon by the influences of the world. And so it is with you and me. We are in Christ, but we're also in the world. We're citizens of this world, but we're also at the same time citizens of the kingdom of God, all because of God's grace and peace. Grace has come to us and the peace of God now lives in our hearts. There may be a a thousand conflicts going on about us, troubles, difficulties, but God's peace that transcends all understanding will keep your heart, your mind, and your soul. Friend, you are kept by the power of God, even in the midst of a lot of difficulties. Go into the sanctuary with me. We're going to hear this message from the Word of God grace and peace to you. Let it come into your heart. Experience Jesus overcoming all other difficulties. Jesus is the answer. Let's go into the sanctuary. In Christ and in the world. You know, we have two addresses we have our earthly address. But we're also citizens of heaven and we have our heavenly address and we're looking forward to that eternal home where we'll be with God forever and forever. This is the hope that we have within us. But in the meantime, we're still here on this earth and uh, experiencing everything that everybody else experiences, such as. I'm going to ask you a question. Have you ever noticed how everybody wants your money? (laughs) <laughs> Sinner and saint alike, everybody wants my money. <clears throat> I, I see the billboards, uh, the advertisement in the magazines, on the radio and on the television, everything they're telling me what I want. This is really what you want. I didn't know I wanted it, but they're insisting that I want it and that my life would be so much better. If I would uh, purchase it uh, they're selling everything from soap to sex it's it's right there uh and then in uh those phone solicitors people ever call your house and wanting to sell you something you pick it up and this this one guy he he calls all the time uh and uh, i I know it's tape, but uh when I pick it up he'll Sounds like a, a man about 300 pounds. He'll say, "Hello, senior. <laughs> Don't hang up." <laughs> Guess what I do? <laughs> hang up. <laughs> hang up. <clears throat> they they just bother and 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 on the phone. Now a lot of them they're they're selling good stuff. I mean, they're they're asking for funds for uh, cancer and for heart and muscular dystrophy and. Uh, the children's hospital and and uh, a lot of good stuff. But one time I got this, this phone call, I couldn't take it anymore. And I, I I know I shouldn't have shouldn't have done this. This young, nice young lady was on the phone trying to uh, ask for money for something. You know, the police department, the fire department, and on and mothers against drunk driving. And uh, you know, I'd like to give it to all of them. And I I told her. Uh, and she had nothing to do with it. She was employed to do this, and, but again, you know, I, I just had to say something. And I said, "Ma'am, <clears throat> I need to keep a little bit of money for myself. <laughs> There's groceries to buy." And I said, "I tithe to my church," and she was just as quiet as she could be. And I said, "I give to the youth fund and to missions, but I, I need to keep a little bit and uh, to live off of." But there are more subtle ways that the world is acting upon you and, and trying to get you and manipulate you and even exploit you. Uh, there was an interview in the Reader's Digest uh, where Dr. David Howells, he, was a, he is a professor at Concordia University. He's a professor of century uh, uh, anthropology. And he said that, uh, for years now, and even more so in recent days we 're being acted upon and appealed to through our five senses, and we don 't even know it uh, there 's the what is it the sense of smell and touch and hearing and and sight and taste and he said you, we, we 're unaware of of the appeal that is being made, and, and we 're being duped into moving and buying and doing." The Starbuck has a particular sound, a music, uh, that uh, appeals to the people, and the people are buying the Starbuck. and They even sell that CD if you want to listen to it, but it's, uh, you can take it home with you. And um, then they said that uh, the Westin Hotels, they have a white tea, I don't know what that is, a white tea scent in the lobby and in the toilet, and in the towels uh, that wherever you are in, in the world and you, you pick up a towel or you go into a store or wherever you and you smell that white scent uh, of white tea, uh, then you think of the Western hotels. <clears throat> Do you know that uh, the crunch of a potato chip? Uh, they ha- ha- there has been years of research put into that and millions of dollars to get the right crunch the right sound out of a potato chip, so that you'll buy more potato chips. That that freshness. Even the the sl- the, the closing of a car door. They, it has to sound right, so the customer can move toward that car and possibly even buy it. And so here, the the sight, the sound, the touch, the taste, the hearing, it, we're all being used, and we don't even know we're being used to buy and to. And to do what the, the world is asking us to do. So we're in the world. We're in the world. We, we can't get out of this world for a little while. But we're also in Christ. Thank God. We're in Christ. The scripture says the desires of the flesh and the desires of the eye and the pride of possessions is not from the Father but from the world. And the world's going to pass away. And all of these desires and lusts. Are also going to pass away. But to our 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 senses today God gave us these these five senses. But the world has reached out and gotten hold of it and twisted it and and manipulating us. Now this isn't anything new. This is exactly what Satan did to Jesus when Jesus was in the wilderness. He showed showed him. All the kingdoms of the world. Satan showed Jesus all the kingdoms of the world. Sight. Satan spoke great promises to Jesus. Hearing. Jesus had fasted 40 days. Satan tempted him to turn the stones into bread. Taste. So your senses are being appealed to. And you and I are like sheep. And we're caving in and giving in uh, to all of this. But thank God for the promise that we are in this world and this world is manipulating us to the degree it can. But thank God we are also in Christ. Can you say, I'm in Christ? I'm in Christ and Christ is in me.
1: We'll return to today's message following this opportunity to let you know that audio versions of the Healing Word broadcast are available anytime at OnePlace.com and video versions of the program can be viewed on LightSource.com. So whenever you need encouragement from a faith-building message, search for the Healing Word at OnePlace.com and LightSource.com. Now, let's return to Pastor Jack Morris with a conclusion of today's message.
2: But notice what Paul said, verse 1, in Ephesians, in Ephesus, the faithful in Christ. Now, as I mentioned earlier, we live in two places. We live on this earth. We all have an address where we can send mail to one another if we choose to do that. We live on this earth. We're all being acted upon by our five senses all the time. We're being acted upon. By the world, but we're also seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. He has our names written in the book of life. It says in in uh, Philippians three twenty that our citizenship is in heaven. Now we we we're we're so so bound to this earth, so earthly conscious. uh, We need, and I'm praying. That as this message goes forth and as we have other messages and other worship services, that we will grow in our awareness of being one with Jesus. The scripture said our citizenship, not our, just our green card, we're all the way in if we have Christ in our heart and we have been born again. And friend, you have been born again. Friend, you are part of the church. Friend, you are a saint. You belong to God. You're not only of this world, but you are of that world, the kingdom of the Lord. Now, the scripture says in in Philippians, our citizenship is in heaven. But then we read on where it says in Rome, in In uh, Revelation chapter 2, how that we are in the place where Satan's seat is, where his throne is, where he is working and manipulating. And uh, we are being tempted and we have a lot of difficulties and problems. And so we are experiencing this. But as we remind ourselves, we need to remind ourselves and we need to even say out loud at times, "I'm a child of God," "I'm a child of God," "I belong to the Lord." In Revelation chapter two, there's a church in Pergamos, and uh, God speaks to that church and says, "I know where you are." Now, now listen to this, dear friends. God is saying, "I know where you are." Sometimes you think you're forgotten. That even God has forgotten you. God doesn't know where you are. But he knows. He knows the difficulty. He knows the trial. He knows the hard place. I know where you are, where you live, where Satan's seat is. You see, this world still belongs to the devil and the world's going to pass away. But he and she who does the will of God will abide forever. This is his promise that he has given to us. I think of a uh, uh, the, the temptations and and the problems that the church and, and Christians are facing. We are facing some of the very temptations and difficulties that the people who are unsaved are faced with, and sadly enough, there are some Christians who are capitulating and and giving up and yielding to some of that. Immorality that is, that is going around and has le- come in like a flood tide. We're in the world, but not of the world. Take a ship in the Atlantic Ocean. It's floating on the water. It's it left America. It's on its way to Europe, surrounded by, by millions of miles of water. That ship is okay. That ship is safe as long as the water stays on the outside of that ship. It'll, it'll make it all the way. But if the water begins to come into the ship, that's when the danger comes. So we, we must keep sin, temptation. We, we must not allow these difficulties and these, these trials to, to so captivate us and, and move in upon us. We must know that we belong to the Lord. We must keep it on the outside. I think it was in April the 12th, 19, April the 14th, 1912, that the uh, uh, the ship uh, Titanic off the coast of Newfoundland hit an iceberg and many people lost their lives. When that ship hit that iceberg, if it had been made of better stuff, <laughs> better material, many more people could have been saved. But when it hit the iceberg, it hit it. And then it tried to turn and move away from it. Only as it turned to move away, it hit it two more times. So it, it hit it three times. And so the, the rivets popped, uh, the, the seams uh, opened up, and the water gushed in. It went down and many were destroyed. God help us today with with what we're seeing and what we're experiencing in the world. I'm so thankful when I see these babe here dancing and I see these young men coming up here. Uh, this is our our prized possession, these young people. And we're praying for them and we're praying for the parents who care for them and the and the, and the, and the, the scout leaders. But there, there is there is difficulty in the land today like our land has has never never experienced or never seen before. With with all of the same-sex attraction, with, with all of the temptations to sin, do you know that 20 years ago, 20 years ago, a person could be arrested and incarcerated for some of the things today that the government is saying is okay, you can do it? 20 years ago, you were arrested for it 20 years later, you're arrested if you don't participate in it. But notice, I want you to read what you, what you see on the screen right now. To the saints. Okay, notice underlined. In Ephesus, in Christ. You're in both places. You're, you're, you're in the world, but you are also in Christ. And with that focus on. In Christ. Now, the, notice the, that, little, that little preposition in. That's a primary preposition, meaning you are joined to the Lord Jesus Christ, which should cause us to rejoice and be glad. You are in Christ, a fixed position, an immovable position, uh, not swayed and not gullible by all the, the fickleness that is going on uh, about us. I, I think back just just a few years ago. Uh, President Clinton, he said, uh, "Okay, this is this is our position. Don't ask, don't tell." Remember that. Now the Supreme Court is saying it's going to be okay, and you better do it, <laughs> and 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 respect those who do it. Otherwise, you're discriminating. I mean, w- one day it's one way. Next day, it's another way, but the Word of God abides forever. This is our rock. This is our foundation. The truth of God's Word. It's not something that I can I pick up when I, I feel a little, a little bit religious and inclined to go to church on Sunday and then, then put it down and, and then do my own thing and then maybe in a week or two pick it up again. No, I belong to the Lord. You belong to Christ. You are in the Lord. The Apostle Paul said, I know in whom I have believed, and I'm persuaded. Friend, there's some things you can know, and there's some things in life you can be persuaded of. There's a lot of things in life that is just so fickled and so transitory that it doesn't mean anything that I should pay any attention to. But but it's after me. It's after you all the time. May our hope and Faith be in Jesus. And notice what Paul said. I know whom I have believed and am persuaded that Jesus is able to keep what I have committed to him until that day. I, I've committed my soul to him. I've committed my life to him. Uh, and I, I know he's going to keep me and protect me and look out for me. I, I've, I've made that commitment uh, it's it's not that <clears throat> I, I've been a good person and, and I hope I make it. No, I've made a commitment to him. He made a commitment to me. I've made a commitment to him. I know the apostle had this, this confidence. And uh, I think maybe he must have been thinking of what the psalmist said when the psalmist said, this knowledge is too wonderful for me. It, it's too high. I can't attain it. Just to think about it. Oh, friend, I want you to think about it. Think about it just a little bit. It's you that are blessed and kept. You have committed your life to the Lord Jesus. His hand of blessing is upon you. He's going to watch out over you and care for you and bless you. Now, look at verse 2. Do we have verse 2? Would you read that with me, please? Grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. So, If I I know who I am and I'm connected to the church, my sainthood is established in relation to your sainthood. I'm not a saint by myself. I'm a saint only in togetherness with you in, in this living relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ and this living relationship with the church. If I know that and I know that I'm in Christ, the blessing of God is twofold. Grace and peace. Say those two words. Grace. Grace. God has given us grace. I know I have been blessed. I I know that. I, I feel that. I rejoice in that. You see, this way of salvation is not over a toll road. It's over a free road. That's what the word grace simply means. God has freely blessed me and helped me. Thank God this world's not my home. I'm just passing through. The grace of God has come into my life. Now, grace has come. Now, when I'm aware of that grace, then from grace, peace is the result of that grace that is within my heart. Peace, wonderful peace. Today, the world thinks that when, when the war stops, when the war is over, then peace has come. The war, in, in, in popular thinking, uh, modern p- parlance, is that the, there is no more conflict. But no, th- that, that's not it at all. Peace is something that I can have conflict all around me, but I can have this peace in because grace has come into my life. And the result is peace. Peace. There are many people who are having a a, a conflict within themselves, and the war is inside. But friend, we like the boat on the water, we've got to keep the water on the outside and not let it get on the inside and let the Lord's peace. The word "peace" simply means to join. We have been joined to Christ. We have been joined to one another. We live in this world, but we're not of this world. We have a Father who loves us, who is caring for us, watching over us. We are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation (laughs) set apart for the Lord. Thank God. Thank God for this faith that God has given to us. Let's nourish it. Let's believe God and trust Him. Become strong in Him. The world wants you. Satan wanted Jesus, and if he went after Jesus, believe me, friend, he's going to go after you. But you don't have to worry about that as long as you know the grace of God is there. As long as you know you're in Christ, you're safe, you're all right. Satan can't touch you. He's only bluffing his way. You are strong in the Lord. Can you say amen? Amen. Amen. Would you bow your heads with me, please?
1: We hope that today's message has been a blessing and has strengthened your faith in God. But before we go, here is Pastor Jack Morris with a special invitation.
2: Hello, friend. I just want to take a moment to thank you for listening to The Healing Word. You're a blessing to me. Your prayers, your financial gifts are making this ministry a reality. And I want to thank you. This coming Sunday at the 9 o'clock and 11 o'clock worship service at the Largo Community Church in Mitchellville, Maryland, I have a special message dealing with the mighty hand of God, how God uses His might and glory to bless each of us. I'd love to meet you. Please come. Let's meet the Lord Jesus and receive His glory and blessing in our lives. Again, I'm Pastor Jack Morris.
1: We invite you to join us in worship this Sunday at either the 9 o'clock or 11 o'clock service. For more information, visit our website at largocc.org. Be sure to tune in tomorrow at this same time for another edition of The Healing Word. Until tomorrow, blessings on you.